0: Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events.
1: I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Ah, summertime in Chicago. It's what makes those harrowing winter months worth it, don't you think? taking a dip in the lake on a sweltering day, eating al fresco on your favorite restaurant patio, and of course, planning your jam-packed summer calendar. Now, there's no shortage of things to do throughout this city in this time of year. So how is one to narrow it down? Well, fortunately for you and me, our friends at WBEZ have compiled a summer guide for us to peruse. WBEZ editor Cassie Walker-Burke is the mastermind behind the guide, and she's going to give us a little sneak peek. So, Cassie, tell us about the guide and what types of events you're featuring on the list.
2: Well, this is the biggest summer guide that we have ever done here at WBEZ. And it has been a labor of many things. Love, culture, all the things. But <laughs> uh, we're very excited. It is, it is going up now. And the guide really, it, it takes the summer and it makes it really easy for you to make your plans. So we've divided events into four categories. You have outdoor concerts, arts and culture, workshops and workouts. And this is something fun I'll talk about a little bit. And then the Neighborhood Fest, because we all know that the Neighborhood Fests are really a staple of the Chicago summer. What's more, that's not even all of it. What's <laughs> more is that you can sort all of these events and there's about 250. It's going to change a little bit. It's dynamic throughout a lot of the events. summer. It's a lot of events, but you can sort them by what is family friendly and what is free. Because inflation is still something that I know my family is living with. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us are living with. And while not everything in the guide is free, you can build a great summer plan without having to spend any money with this guide. I mean,
1: with 200 and some events, how did you decide what went on the list?
2: We had a group of reporters who went through the summer calendar. We used definitely our summer guide we did last year, which was a scaled down version. And those things were free. So we started there. We also built this guide off of our spring culture guide, which was a reported guide where we talked to a lot of people in the city and kind of figured out what were the cultural institutions and events that that were really trending right now. And so what we did is we, we went through these four categories and we really tried to find a mix of things that were that felt both like. Great summer staples, so thinking things like summer dance or going to the Millennium Park concerts and taking a picnic, you know, onto, onto the lawn. The best. But also looking for culture and cultural groups and performances and, and even workshops and, and learning opportunities that felt fresh and new. And that some some of them we wanted to take people outside of downtown. We really, there are events yes. downtown. There's plenty of those things. But we also really built this guide this year with our learning sort of, People in mind, you know, our audience really feel like our lifelong learners. And so we really wanted to find events and things that whether you just moved here, whether you're a tourist Mm -hmm. visiting here or whether you've been here your entire life. There's something in this guide that will help you discover a new part I mean, of the city. And
1: that's what's going to be most appealing to me even, right? Just getting out into the neighborhoods. I, I love that that aspect of this guide. And I want to hear about this texting component because that's yes. super cool.
2: Yes. So the texting component, this is new for us this year. We, we piloted it a little bit last year, but it was on a very small scale. But this year you can text SUMMER uppercase, lowercase, doesn't matter, to 312-312. You will get a text back from us, and it will ask you, are you interested in receiving a weekly text about concerts, family events, or sort of the the best-of-the-week picks, and you can choose your path. This is like the choose-your-own-adventure books (laughs) that my 8-year-old loves. I was about to make that joke, yeah. Exactly. And so you can get your text, and then each week on Thursday, you will get a text that is just a very quick, it's under 160 characters. So believe me, these are not going to be the texts that you get from your friends that you're like, why is why is the you know why am I getting ten texts? Keep it as short as a this tweet. This is a short thing. It's very quick. It gives you the date, a quick heads up, and then a link to the site, and you can get all your details there. And so we're running this campaign the entire summer. It costs uh, only the cost of your data messaging or your package, mm-hmm. um, but we are really excited about this because this is a way to interact with our audience. This is a way to send events out to people where they are. Yes, and this is a way again to really encourage people to explore and maybe go a little off the beaten path while also keeping in mind these things are recommended. Yes, We've noted where they're family friendly, and we've also noted where they are free.
1: Before I let you go, Cassie, what are you looking forward to on this list?
2: Well, I have kids. And so, you know, my (laughs) life is, so much of my life is taking my children around. But there are some things. One of my children is a newly minted theater aficionado, and downtown Broadway tickets are very expensive for us as a family of five. So we are actually really excited about uh, Porchlight Theater has a backyard Broadway series. Ooh. And it's an hour of show tunes and Broadway performances by an amazing theater company. And it's traveling around to the parks. That is one of that them. That sounds like heaven. The second one, I have a kid who's really interested in science. Science, And so astronomy nights at Northwestern, you can go up. Now they've got to stay up late. starts at 9 o'clock. You can go up and look through a high-powered telescope with astronomers on wow. the ready to answer questions and talk to you. I'm really into that. And the third one is on Tuesday, actually. It's the concert for Chicago. So the CSO music director, Ricardo Muti, who is... Just a force in music and was a huge get um, 13 years ago is stepping down Mm -hmm. and there will be a big concert downtown and the CSO will be playing the music of Florence Price, who is a very um, underappreciated black female composer Mm -hmm. who really had the bulk of her career here in Chicago and is really now getting the recognition that she's so you know, deserved at the time. Oh,
1: my God. That was just three things, and I'm just, I'm delighted by this list. Cassie Walker-Burke is the editor of this amazing project. Don't forget what she said. You can text the word SUMMER to 312312 to get those weekly texts of recommendations for upcoming summer events. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you. What you're hearing right now is the music of Tangos de Granada, a performance featured at the American Spanish Dance and Music Festival last weekend. Now, if you missed it, don't worry. The festival continues with dance and music classes that you can take right now through this Saturday, June 24th. And here with us in studio to tell us more is Jorge Perez, Executive and Associate Artistic Director of Ensemble Español. Welcome.
0: Gracias, gracias. Wonderful to be here. Oh, my goodness.
1: The music. I'm I'm taking... I'm taking to a, a place when I hear these songs.
0: Yes, and that, that was uh, Jose Moreno, mm. who just sang the Tangos de Granada, which is a choreography on our ensemble, Espanol, Spanish Dance Theater Company, choreographed by Wendy Clennard, who's a wonderful flamenco dancer in the Pilsen area. She has her own studios, and through the pandemic, we worked very closely with her yeah. when our studios were, were closed at Northeastern University. So that was one satellite um, you know, place that we were able to continue our art form. And so, yeah, Jose Moreno, by the way, is like a quadruple um, a- artist. I mean, he sings, as you heard them there. He yes. also plays the guitar. Mm-hmm. He plays the percussion instrument, and he dances.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and I bet there was a lot more of that last weekend. How did the event go? How did the festival
0: go? The festival was fantastic. We did have new guest artist, Isaac Tovar, who set a choreography on the company. He was a former principal of the National Ballet of Spain. Oh, wow. And then we had the wonderful Irene Lachiki who is from Malaga, also a wonderful, fabulous flamenco dancer. She did a couple of solos and She's this week uh, working away along with our artists. We have 44 classes going on at our in-resident home, Northeastern Illinois University Dance Studios. Wow,
1: yeah, tell us more about that, because as I mentioned, and, and you did too, there are still ways that folks can experience some Spanish dance and, and music right now, even though that festival uh, was on the weekend. So so tell us more about what
0: you're offering. Absolutely. We are truly excited to, to have these guest artists uh, help focus uh, for our community all styles of Spanish dance. So we have Raquel Gomez, former rehearsal director of the National Ballet of Spain. She's also the director of the Pilar Academy of Spanish Dance in Madrid, and she's teaching the Escuela Bolera, one of the styles that we present and preserve. Mm. And then we also have flamenco artist uh, Jose Moreno giving singing classes as well as percussion classes. Oh, great. And then we have uh, Irene Lachiqui and Isaac Tovar teaching flamenco classes, both in level ones and level twos, including the long train dress that she performed at the North Shore. Oh, it is so beautiful. Uh, and then I think, I'm, oh, of course, our beloved founder, my partner in crime, Irma Suarez Ruiz, our artistic director, uh, Irma Suarez, She's uh, amazing teaching a, a very beginning class for for all you know, all levels per se. Oh, Irma,
1: thank you for yes. from from the beginners <laughs> out there. I, I thank you. <laughs> hey, once you said level one, you had me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it important, Jorge, to to celebrate this music and this this style of dance?
0: Well, I think ensemble. Um, is is, is it, in itself a mosaic of world cultures. And then you take the art form of Spanish dance, and itself is also a mosaic of world cultures. Just at our, our concerts and in our mission, there we are, you know, presenting and, and preserving dances from the Celtic invasion, you know, with Irish you know, music and, and Scottish steps. Uh, we have a repertoire of over 135 pieces, over 2,000 costumes. And we announced at the North Shore last weekend... That we're launching already a campaign for our fiftieth anniversary. Wow. Not every day that a, I mean a, a company of Latinos presenting the art form of Spanish dance to children ages four through adults.
1: Authentic, authentic Spanish, Spanish
0: dance. dance in residence in partnership with a state university, Northeastern Illinois University. It's just
1: incredible we, and congratulations!
0: Got, thank you, thank you. Approaching
1: so, fifty, that's big.
0: A, 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 approaching fifty, yeah, and you know what? And it and it takes it takes a team. It's uh, I, definitely it takes a village to do what we do, and I do thank my you know, beloved partner, Irma suarez Ruiz, our artistic director, and our rehearsal director, Jose Torres, who's been with us since he was yay young into the program, <laughs> and and all the dancers and our administrative team, from Kim Grigsby to our, our teachers out in the community. I love that.
1: A lot of hands on deck there. So it sounds like uh, folks don't need to have previous dance or music experience to, to come and have some fun.
0: You've got things for kids, too? We have, yes, we have classes for children as well. Uh, there's the four, nine, and eight years old that will be able to take Spanish dance on Saturday, oh, nice. 9 a.m. Yes, 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 yes. If you visit our website, on samuelespanol.org, the schedule is there. Over 44 classes, of, again, all different levels, all styles of Spanish dance for all levels. We even have senior citizens taking our classes it's so it's so it's just so beautiful and you know because it's a a, a dance that every culture can relate to it, it talks beautiful. about the happiness it talks about the it talks about life itself and I think that's something that connects us all the
1: storytelling
0: behind the story the storytelling behind, is just
1: fascinating yes I, I I love it I just I love Latin dance so much uh, are you going to attend any of the workshops yourself
0: I I'm actually right now uh, Irma and I we we, we joke about it it's like Jorge all we wanted to do when we came here three four decades ago was just to dance, and now we're sort of leading, and so we're, we're we're sort of ambassadors going to each and every class because some there's like three classes going on simultaneously, right. <laughs> and so we're making sure that the students are you know are, are enjoying themselves, mm-hmm. that the guest artists, I mean, they're they're super excited. The classes are packed, but there's still room. There is still room for more to come. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I love hearing all of this. Where can folks go to learn more about the the classes and this festival?
0: Absolutely, ensambleespanol ensembleespanol.org and you'll see the first page right on there it'll give the listings of the festival classes with all these amazing guest artists just so excited
1: and beyond the summertime you've got programs year round absolutely
0: we do have summer programs again a family oriented we we work in partnership with after school matters program where we have our children learn Spanish dance parents the children get paid for learning Spanish dance among many other wonderful programs incredible I'm texting my kids right now (laughs) absolutely Absolutely. Or and I'm going to
1: have them text 312-312. 312312.
0: <laughs> 312, 312. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Um, I'm on the board of See Chicago Dance, of which we kicked off summer dance in Chicago at Navy Pier. Yes. So, yeah, it was, uh, again, a mosaic of, of of dance companies presented right here at Navy Pier. And, yeah, it's it, it just wonderful.
1: Fantastic. Jorge Perez is the executive and associate artistic director of Ensemble Español. Thank you so much. Thank you. So Thank much you. fun. Thank <laughs> you. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason, and it was edited by Andrew Merriweather and Dan Tucker. Now, if you enjoyed our episode today, have you made sure to subscribe to our podcast? Well, if not, do yourself a favor and smash that button. You'll get the biggest news and fun conversations just like this every Monday through Friday and one on Saturday morning. Seems like a good deal to me. That'll do it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you this afternoon.